All right, all right, all right. Stop right. Radio. Wow, that is like the 20-minute version of <laughs> You Make Me Feel Mighty Real by Sylvester, San Francisco. Famous artist. You all know him. Um, you Make Me Feel Mighty Real. Well, I'm feeling mighty real today. How about you? I'm, feeling, I'm always feeling real. You know I try to keep it 100, <laughs> like, as I like to say. What did you just say? I like to keep it 100. <laughs> What does it tra- translate oh. that? For so me. when I say I like to keep it 100, I like to keep it real all the time. Very blunt, very me in your face. You are <laughs> glowing today, Camille. Did you know, I got some sleep. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you just got laid. Or oh, no, I was getting laid. Me and my boyfriend have a fabulous sex life. <laughs> well, it shows. <laughs> well, welcome. Glad you're back as co-host of House yeah. of Pride Radio. Are you having fun so I, far? You know, I've been having so much fun. Um, I've had so many friends that tell me they're like oh my god I love watching you live because you know I do it live on Facebook and we do it live on the radio as well and my friends are just like I love listening I also love watching you live like it's just really great you're so natural blah 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 it's really fun to me though because I don't have to be pretty to talk on this microphone I can just come and be Camille you know that that radio face yes you save so much (laughs) prep time not having to do drag exactly now I gave here's a present for you oh I know I got a um a stick so we can go live all around the room and just a little bit I'll be holding up the phone you guys can check us out on my Facebook page I am doing a live video as we speak yay well let's get the show um, rolling along um, our first guest today is uh, is making quite a name for himself in the Castro or he has already um, but I'm just getting turned on by him right now uh, <laughs> not literally but <laughs> Well, uh, it's DJ Tim Hawkins. Jim. Jim, Jim Hopkins. Hopkins. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. DJ Jim Hopkins here live in the studio. Now, he is a resident DJ at 440. Yes. Uh, in the Castro. If, if folks, if you don't know the history of 440, uh, Jim, why don't you tell us? Uh, I've been there for eight years now. I'm their head DJ. I DJ four to five nights a week, uh, mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Uh, from 9 to 2 a.m. and then Friday happy hour, huh, Friday happy hour from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Great. So That's, Monday night is our underwear that, like, night, our infamous underwear night to mm. the Castro, and uh, I play bathhouse music for that. Uh, Tuesday night is my retro music do you, video do night. Do you ever just throw, like, want to throw an ab? <laughs> you know what's really funny is I didn't know that that was actually a genre of music. <laughs> yeah. Bathhouse bath house music. Yeah. <laughs> For Steam all of you that know. like, what is bad? It's like physical by Olivia Newton-Johns. No, no. It, dark, dark house music. Stuff you'd hear at Blow Buddies or oh, okay. uh, Steamworks. I would, be, I would be so bad at that because I would just be itching to throw in like, dan- like Dancing the, Queen. Yeah. Or, <laughs> In That's the middle so of it, right? Just, so bad. Um, wow. So 440 used to be Daddy's. It used to be Daddy's. Did you work there Bear, when it was Daddy's? Bear Hollow? No. Okay. Um, I, Did I you patron there when it was Daddy's? I thought that. Uh, yes. I, I moved to the city in 91, and I started going to that bar. Yeah, I've been going to Daddy's. That was one of my favorite bars in the Castro, just because Same. they played more of the 80s music and the alternative stuff. I think it's so funny how they kind of rebranded themselves so easily by just changing it from Daddy's and really opening it up to also the younger leather crowd or the younger fetish crowd, um, the younger fetish crowd. And um, they really just rebranded it and put the address on the name, which is, I think, genius. <laughs> 
And Jim is the head DJ. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Jim, where are you coming from? You're a Sam, you, you were born in California. Yeah, I, I grew up in Roseville, California, by Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started DJing in 1981 up there at a club called Bojangles. Bojangles. Oh, Do wow. you know Bojangles? Yeah. The old um, Bojangles. Bo- yeah, Bojangles. Back in the day, they used to have um, 18 and overnight on Wednesday nights. Was, was that it? the one downtown or the one out off of Highway 50? The one in the gay strip area. Yeah, that was the second one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the only the one I knew, Bojangles. That's the wow. only Bojangles I knew. I guess I Bojangles like franchise. <laughs> <laughs> it started up in it's a the chain. <laughs> um, and then did you always want to move here to the Bay Area? Well, I was DJing at Faces Bar in Sacramento. Oh, yes, I've heard of And having to play top 40 music. And that's when house music was starting to come out. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to work that in. So I'd play you know, Madonna, and then I'd put on an underground house track from Chicago, and it would clear the dance floor. So you had to put on Janet Jackson to get him back out there again. And it was I was getting frustrated because I wanted to... You were um, into the house. I was into the house music, and I've always been into breaking new acts or you know mm-hmm. new artists on the dance floor. What was the buzz back then? Do you remember a particular Madonna, song or artist? Yeah, Madonna's Vogue. Yeah. I had to play that about 30 times in a night. And then the juxtaposition between that and what was like a house song that you remember from that time that really was getting to you? Uh, this is Acid, Maurice. Mm-hmm. A lot of the acid house stuff, the Chicago house stuff that was coming out, I was really grabbing onto that. A lot of the DJs here in San Francisco were doing the same thing, but Sacramento was a little bit behind times and not so open-minded for music. So yeah. I gave up and, and moved down to San Francisco in 1990, the end of 1990, and Started working at Record Rack Record Store over on when Sanchez. we used to have I was, record stores. I was yeah. six. And, uh, <laughs> I got pulled into the rave scene uh, by working at that record store. A lot of promoters would come in and buy records, and pulled me in there into the rave scene. And I was in heaven because I could play anything I wanted to play. They wanted to hear music they didn't hear on the radio. Can or, Can you give me a, a, sh- a brief description of uh, rave versus like um, Acid House? Uh, well, they kind of go hand in hand. Um, Acid House came out in the late 80s mm. uh, in the UK and uh, kind of spread over to the United States as well. Um, the stuff that I was playing in 91 was uh, Funky Breaks and um, like uh, Techno Breaks and House as well. And here was a place where you found a audience for this genre of music. Yeah. People have uh, better taste in, in the city. Where what They're venues open, are more open-minded? <laughs> <Yeah>. Open-minded. <laughs> well, why more do you think that is? Why do you think of that? Shout genre, out to Sacramento. That genre, that vibe, that groove would resonate more in an urban environment as big as San Francisco and Chicago. Is it something to do with concrete and noises? And I just think the diverse. You know, uh, what's the statement? What's the movement? Is that too deep? Gone a little too deep here. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, no, yeah, out in the suburbs, you know, people are more into what they hear on the radio. If they can't sing along to it on the dance floor, they leave the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Like in the city, they're more open-minded to all different styles of music and genres. Well, yeah, and were you doing venues that were huge, like huge warehouse type? settings here in San Francisco? Yes, uh, a lot of warehouse parties that were going on, uh, little map points you'd have to go and pick up a flyer, you know, call a phone number and find out where the party was. And you were six, so you have no idea what I mean, was going I was on. a raver back in the day and I definitely... In, in 1990? Um, 
No, I didn't start doing Molly raving until 1991 when I turned seven. Um, <laughs> <with> my... <laughs> All right, that's no, a, that's a legal age okay. for that. <laughs> um, no, I, I didn't, obviously wasn't around partying back then, but um, I do. I I was into house, um, but I don't know that I know the same house from the early 90s as I did when I was yeah. in high school. Because 1990, where was I? I was in Miami. Miami, that's right. And um, uh, I, I think uh, some of those clubs down there were probably playing that house, definitely house music. You know what's oh, funny? Where I, Love I Lives do, by uh, Alison Limerick. That right. was a big hit in 1990. 90s house. Yeah, amazing production, piano riff. Yep. Yeah. Um, sorry, what were you saying, Camille? I was just going to say, you know, you were talking about the music scene in Miami. I kind of feel like they're a little behind on music. Like, every time I've ever been to Miami, it's always like... Montel Jordan or like something super old, something super kind of like. Now you mean now? Uh, every Have time I've gone, there? it's yeah. just super. It's been very like. Yeah. Whatever is in the past, I think they're just kind of like sticking on to what people know and what people like, and not really venturing out to a lot of different sort of genres or different artists. When you're talking like this right now, you look a little like you could be from Cuba. Really. Yeah. Um, on Thursday nights when I used to go to um, <laughs> cafe, I used to tell everybody. <laughs> um, so before we move on, Jim, uh, well, who were some of your peers back in the day when you just first moved here? As far and as DJs? Yeah, your DJ peers. Uh, Doc Martin, uh, Simon, Yano, Garth. They were all rave DJs. They were guys from the UK that came over and mm-hmm. kind of exploded on the scene here. Okay, and then what's the transition between then and now? What, what did you do through the 90s and 2000s? Uh, the 90s, I was, uh, early 90s, I was playing the breaks, like I said, uh, mm-hmm. and house. And then uh, in 95, I had a booking manager in New York that picked me up. Mm-hmm. So I was doing a lot of traveling on the weekends uh, throughout the U.S., played in 47 different cities. Oh, cool. And uh, Did you enjoy that? I did. Uh, it was a lot of wear and tear on the body, though. After, you know, first three months were fun, but after then... You know, it was like sitting on planes for hours on end, you know, sore knees and back, and a lot of um, hotels, freeways, airports, <laughs> not eating health, healthily, health, uh, not eating healthy, and uh, you know, just not getting proper sleep and stuff, being on the road all the time. Matt Consola told me that the pay was really good in the 90s for DJs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was an hour and a half of DJing for $1,500. That's what I was getting back in the day. Wow, that's amazing. So $3,000 a week, and I do two gigs. I do a gig on Friday and a gig on Saturday, and then fly back to San Francisco on Sunday. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank that, uh, you. Wow, I love this uh, conversation. Um, so uh, how is it working over at 440? It's going great. Uh, I have uh, little theme nights that I do there. Like I said, Monday night is the bathhouse music. And then Tuesday night, I do retro music video night, which is Mm -hmm. music video mixing. So I plug into the screens there and do a beat match music video mix. When did you learn the VJ? Was that just something that That, you picked up um, over the time? I was working for Gus Presents. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He had uh, the crib party that he was Mm -hmm. doing over at 3rd and Townsend. And when we first started it, I was just playing on two DVD players, home DVD players, where you would just hit the play button and it would start. Right. And then Pioneer uh, came out with uh, DVD-J decks, which allowed you to beat match music video DVDs. Cool. So I threw down $6,000 on two of those and brought those into the club, had carrying cases for them. I'd carry them in every week and set them up because the club didn't want to buy the decks because there wasn't anybody else doing the VJing. So... 
kind of a waste of money for them. So I bought the gear and then took it in and started beat matching stuff. And then, you know, a matter of a few years, they came out with software for $200, which was all that gear combined into one piece of software. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> now I've migrated over to using the, the software-based uh, VJ software. Mm-hmm. And Can I ask where is the DJ booth in 440? Because I honestly, oh, I'm such a liar. I was thinking I didn't know. It's like literally right in front. It's right. It's next moved to the, over it's, the years. Yeah, I feel it, like it used yeah. to be in the back um, yeah. where the uh, coat check area is. Mm-hmm. That's what which was nice because when it was back there, it was kind of like a dance floor area. Now. Yes. So yeah, more people were dancing back then. Now it's in the center of the bar before you walk up the stairs. Right. And but I like uh, your your um, strategy of moving people's focus to the screens on these video nights, so they're yeah, not like. It's been nice because a lot yeah. of people you know in the yeah, bars now they just stare into more. their their smartphones yeah but with the video mix people actually put the phones down they're watching the videos they're conversing with their friends and you yeah know, look at the fashions look at that bad hairstyle whatever <laughs> video from the 70s or 80s mm-hmm. that bar always seems to turn it out with like patrons like it's always every time i walk past there it's crowded that's always yeah. crowded up and um i don't call it i never call it 440s i just can't <laughs> <laughs> I'm falling off my pedestal, okay. girl. <laughs> um, I I will. I don't know if I'll ever be able to call it for forty. I always call it daddies. I've always called it daddies. I've. You're probably not the only one. I'm sure, but I um yeah. I it's always crowded there. They have what two dollar Tuesdays for beer. Yeah, we have two dollar beers. Two dollar beers, Tuesdays. any beer, not just. And then uh, two for one cocktails on, on Mondays. On, uh, no, that's on Wednesdays, and then Friday happy hour as well. Okay. Um, do you guys do the two for one over there during the week at all, or is it just Fridays two for one? No, ones? Wednesdays and Fridays. Yeah, Wednesdays and yeah. Fridays. Okay, yeah, because you know we like our two for ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, I, when's the next time you're DJing? Tonight. Over, tonight, you're going there. What time do you start? Tonight uh, at nine o'clock. Oh, okay. And tonight, uh, Wednesdays, I do retro uh, '80s and '90s house music, classic house. What is okay? What is, like? Give me three of your favorite all time retro house music from back in the day Plastic Dreams JD um Latour people are still having sex um oh I remember that one Crystal Waters track yeah Mm -hmm. I agree with that (laughs) that I can contest to (laughs) awesome and I'm looking at your page here on Facebook uh you you're giving us um mixes tell us about that um about eight years ago, I um, bought a reel-to-reel tape deck. I grew up with reel-to-reel tape decks, so mm-hmm. I was feeling nostalgic. I picked one up and got on Craigslist because you can't buy reel-to-reel tape anymore. So I thought, well, maybe I can find somebody that's just getting rid of some old tape or mm. that I can record over. And I found a, an ad by a woman uh, of the name of Ronnie, or Rainey, and she was looking to have some tapes converted to digital so I thought well I could you know make my money back to pay for that deck doing mm-hmm. a little side project contacted her and I usually charge $30 for a conversion of a reel tape and I told her I'd do it for $15 a reel since she had like 65 reels mm-hmm. and uh, she said well that's going to be you know pretty pricey um, can we work out some kind of deal? I can do clerical services or hmm. babysitting. I said, well, I only have a cat, so uh. it's... <laughs> but uh, anyway, she... Um, Did you barter? Yeah, she she told me what was on the tapes, which was her dad's uh, DJ recordings. He used to DJ at uh, bars like the Mineshaft and um, Busby's and Trocadero Transfer. Had a God. few gigs there. So I 
got the tapes from her, put them on the deck, was listening to him. Like, these tapes are amazing. These are recordings, DJ recordings from 1976 and 77. So I decided to set up a page on Facebook called San Francisco Disco Preservation Society, and I started sharing the recordings, and it just blew up. I had started getting all kinds of followers for it. So now I'm branching out um, and doing 80s DJ mixes, 90s house and rave DJ mixes, and people are just coming to me with box loads of tapes to to digitize. It's pretty cool. It's old San Francisco DJ and nightclub history. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to listen to um, an example of that in a few minutes. Uh, so you're doing... What else are you doing? You're, in, in, you're DJing here in San Francisco at 440 a lot. And yeah. what else? Uh, I also DJ at Cat Club uh, one, oh. one Thursday a month uh, for their 19, class of 1984 party. Oh, that's fun. And what, what's ni- class of 84? <laughs> what class? You know, that actually is... I was actually born in 80. <laughs> um, what songs... Do you think it's funny? I'm I'm wondering back in the day if some songs are popular then that won't fly now, or vice versa. Are there any songs you find that really resonates on the dance floor? Oh, Blue Monday, New Order, oh, still oh. holds up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's interesting because I there are a lot of younger kids that go out to these parties, but there are a lot of the old people you know from our generation that will still go out for the 80s stuff and yeah. it's it's kind of crazy to see them still get really excited on the dance floor when you're playing those old hits they throw the hands in the air and scream just like they did when they first came out so it's, it's i actually cool. went to the cat club uh i'm gonna say three months ago to raza oh the newer cat club and it was it's right 80s music and it was so much fun i really enjoyed it and it's a nice venue too the way they yeah. have it laid out there's, is there two dance floors? Yeah, there's, well, there's, yeah, the front dance floor is uh, the pop 80s stuff, and then the back dance floor is where they do more of the underground 80s, mm-hmm. synth pop, and stuff like Depeche Mode, and The Cure, and Susie and the Banshees. Awesome. So you can catch Jim every, once a month uh, at the Cat Club. It's the, what, what? It bounces around. It's bounces either the first, first or second Thursday of the month. Okay. And then I also uh, have been started up uh, DJing at the Lone Star again for their beer bust, which is once a month as well. I love the Lone Star. The beer busts there are so much fun. They've been so um, amazing to the Knockers. Um, the Knockers, for those of you guys that don't know, is the only all-drag um, softball team in San Francisco. But they've been so amazing to the Knockers. They let me personally throw two barbecues there um, and host fundraisers. And th- that was probably one of the more profitable fundraisers that we had because they they really just support their community. I want to say those are one of the bars that are really just there for the community and helping helping fund and donate and helping us hot tranny messes get our uniforms and get our shit in order. Shout out to the Lone Star. Yes, shout out to the Lone Star. What, what, uh, where is that located south of Market? I again? believe it's on... Harrison and Harrison and 9th, 10th, 10th, 10th. Harrison okay. and 10th, not too far from within my house of your house and <laughs> the Eagle. Yeah, and all those fun bars. I love Soma. Yes, me too. So we're gonna take a short musical break. Let's um play a little of your mix. I'm looking on That's your. That's one of my mixes. Well, scroll down. You can uh, scroll check down. Out. Okay. Yeah, we got. Uh, Keep going. DJ Bougie is a good mix. That's from the end up. He was a DJ at the end up in All the right. early 90s. Well, I know DJ yeah, Bougie. DJ Bougie. Yeah. That's, his, that's his old school mixes. All right, let's have a listen. Now as well. Here we go, folks. It's buffering. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
If you guys are listening and have any questions for anyone on air, please give us a call. The phone number is 415-550-0511. Call us. Stay interested. Get involved. Talk to us. You might want to try clicking the link directly there. Instead of playing there it goes. Basic. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. House of Pride Radio listening to DJ Bougie. Tribal Tech Wars, early 90s. If you want to hear the, the whole um, uh, play here, it's just go to uh, Jim's page. Um, it's just your name, right? Yeah, Jim Hopkins on Jim Facebook. Jim Hop- Hopkins, H-O-P-K-E-N-S on Facebook. I-N-S. I-N-S. Jim Hopkins. That's J-I-M. Um, H-O-P-K-I-N-S I love how it just you, you go back in time like it's such a vibe it's so different from today uh, that was amazing that was really good I was feeling that um, so do you are you in a relationship? no no did you want to be? a relationship with music he's he's married to music he's married to <laughs> workaholic music is his Jesus to him <laughs> oh yeah. oh <laughs> that was a bad joke um, <laughs> dun dun have you been in a serious relationship in the yeah. past? Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Been single for eight years, though. Eight years? Yeah, yeah that's like me. Hey, yeah. I can focus more on my art and my music, which I'm All right. really enjoying right now. I can relate to this. I think when you uh, become a little more mature, you know, you know that, yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I think being with my fiance has made me so much mature. I yes, mean, you've settled down a bit. Come on, you remember when I first started Femme? I mean, we worked together at Deco, and you remember what that shit show was like. I mean, there wasn't a night that I didn't fall off stage because I was blackout drunk. Like, there was, yeah, it was bad back then. I don't even remember that. Oh, thank you for <laughs> shouting out to my non-memorable previous Camille. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go by another name by any chance? No, not at all. <laughs> I feel like I remember you from some uh, Japantown. Oh yeah, but I worked with you way before Japantown. Okay, yeah, we, we did. Japantown work. was like when I first started to branch off of Deco and like really what started. What was that venue called? Paina. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that That was a fabulous yeah. venue. Yeah. yeah. They just didn't pay the queens. Oh, really? It was strictly by the door. So sometimes we made. You know, seven, and sometimes we made 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Uh, so, Jim, uh, today's music, um, th- does it excite you the same way? No, early? No. no, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> Didn't take long it, to answer that one. No, it's, uh, there's, I, I, I listen to, all the stuff coming through on the VJ pools that I grab all my videos from, and occasionally there's something that I like. I do like the direction, or did like the direction when they started going more for that um, deep house sound. Mm. But now it all sounds... It, it sounds like cookie cutter music. It all has the same bass line, same production. It's There's no variety, you know what I mean? True. Yeah. It's very true. My boyfriend really likes Tropical House. And um, I just feel like it's just a 40-minute stream of like the same beat and the words change yeah. every so often. It just doesn't really. <laughs> no, the old school stuff was, uh, that's why I'm really enjoying going through these old mixtapes because it's educating me on stuff that passed me by back in the day. I thought I was keeping up with everything, but there was so much music coming out. It was mm. hard to keep up on all of it. But now I can go back and what's that song and Shazam it and download it and I have it to play at 440. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's, I'm getting a lot of musical knowledge from all these tapes. Well, folks listening to us here, we should all stop by 440 tonight. What time do you begin? 9 o'clock till 2 a.m. 9 to 2. And tonight is the 80s? Classic 80s. Retro, and 90s. right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. I'll house you. (laughs) You're in my hut now. Yeah. That one gets played. (laughs) It does. Quite heavily, yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's classic. When I think of 80s house, where where Love Lives, that always comes to mind. No, that was 1990. Yeah, Yeah, that was actually the biggest. Yeah. God, what does come? God, I was pretty young. I I wasn't with it yet. 80s. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Was that house? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's early house. Heartbeat by Tanya Gardner. Yeah. Okay. That was disco, but disco is, you know, house music is disco, just rebranded. Mm-hmm. Without the gold. More electronic. Fabulous. Wow. This is a great introduction to your career, and um, I'm really um, impressed and amazed by your talent you. and uh, the history of your your work. 36 years of DJing. Wow. Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> when you look into the next, the future, uh, where what are you doing? What you want to do now, or do you see some objectives? Oh yeah, no, I, I I'm going to keep DJing until my hearing's gone. Mm-hmm. All it's, right, it's something that's always moved me. I've even as a kid, I would sit in my room and listen to music all the time, records, and my mom would tell me to go out and get some fresh air. You're being a hermit, you know. Mm-hmm. I was doing my music research. Do you remix music now? I have remixed music and re-edited music in the past. I had a, a record label called Twitch Remix Service. Oh. And I also worked for Hot Tracks Remix Service and Rhythm Stick Remix Services in the 80s. 
awesome. we were splicing reel to reel tape and making new versions of songs and extending them out. And oh my god! Additional production. Now it's so much easier. <laughs> yeah, but I've I'm kind of going back to wanting to do tape edits again. Just because there was just that whole tactile feel of splicing the tape and rocking the reel. We'll call her in. Hold on. We'll just have she's in the green room. Sorry. That's okay. Um, Camille. <laughs> um, I, I don't really have any more questions for you, but uh, it's exciting to see that you have such a passion for DJing and you've been doing it. 36 years, that's four years older than I am, just so. I know, you just keep so you pressing. Know how old she that keeps is. pressing that point. <laughs> but well, what, I mean, they keep bringing up these songs that I do think are fabulous, but like, I am so musically inclined. Yeah. You're complete opposite of me. I like. My era of music was 90s R&B female yeah. artists, female group artists, and like. I really miss days where you could listen to music and just know the chorus or the hook by listening to one time. And now, I mean, if you, I, I don't even want to speak on music now, but I just, I like, I, I would much rather read a book than have to like figure out what song I need to download or like, it's just so much work with all the It's been interesting so. at 440 because we're getting a, a younger crowd in, especially when I do my music video night that come in that want to hear that old school stuff and what gets us going man it's the same same shit that's been around that was for a lot. years it, it, it transcends through generations there was more musicianship back in the day as well today yeah, that's it's true. just like you know some Very filtered true. sample loop going up, <laughs> Everything up and down and yeah. then you know some baby talk lyric over the top of it yes uh, good old days um well i mean you know um a hook is a hook, and a melody is a melody. If it's strong, you know it's going to resonate throughout the years. It's but I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing a lot of hooks these days. Um, that, you know, there, there are some, but did you? There, I mean, I, I know what you mean about um, it. Doesn't it sounds all cookie cutting? Did, um, did you hear it resonated on Billboard Club? I'm going to say uh, around New Year's. Um, this this is our night. Did you, do you remember that song? This is our night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> here I'll play a little because <laughs> um, point being that some songs do come out that seem to have more melody and uh, so forth let's see here it is it's by Kissy Sellout does that ring a bell? no nope. let's have a little Kissy listen Kissy Sellout is she, uh, she related to Kissy Monet? yes <laughs> Love you, Kissy. <laughs> Quick sample. producers that are cranking everything out so that's why a lot of it sounds the same mm -hmm. that kind of music just brings me so much comfort just i just see myself on the dance floor with no shirt on sweaty drinking girl that was last night <laughs> <laughs> beautiful hot white guys around me doing the whitney houston fist punch <laughs> what i associated badlands with back and back in the day 
What do you think of uh, Enough is Enough 2017? Have you heard that? No. It's number three on Billboard right now. Really? Uh, yeah, Greg from The Lookout really likes that. Yeah. I'm one That's, of the, that you're talking about the Donna Summer. The Donna, yeah, they, re, they did um, a you know, retooling yeah. of Enough is Enough. Um, I'm one of the remixes on the project, but Ooh, I'm like, right. it's like Tweaker down here and then like all these other remixes <laughs> that are really established. Um, but it's the biggest remix I've done, number three, on right. Billboard Club. And I think it's number 37 on Billboard Digital. Which How many different mixes have they done of it? A lot. Yeah. A lot. I'm going to say it came out in four stages. I'm, um, 12, 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Tweeka does a lot of um, music music producing, I guess I would say. I do a lot of remixing. Remixing. Well, I know he has pushed uh, my girl, Raquel Singer, up there, and I'm just still sitting on the wayside waiting for my track, but, you know, we'll... (laughs) Raquel Singer? Oh, yeah, that was good, but uh, we did... I did a remix of B.B. Sweetbriar. You did, actually. I do remember And Sheena Rose, some local queen. So, yeah, if you sing, girl, you should get it together. I just did a remix... I need to sing it together. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that... Do you know uh, Salida? Salida from the 90s? Yes. Um, she does. She's come out with new projects. Chica- from Chicago. The yeah, she's in Chicago. Ago, yeah. I just remixed her Selena. song. It's dropping on Billboard yeah. uh, through produ- the producers are Dirty Disco. Oh, wow. So um, uh, yeah, I'll play that. I can't play it now because it's not released. But um, <laughs> that that was a you know a whole month of working on that. Mm. But um, enough about me. But um, by the way, you look fabulous. Thank you. You're very handsome, don't you Thank think? You. He Come is on. really cute. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks because I told my boyfriend that, you know, age, white people don't age very well. And you look really great. So I hope that when he's only 25, so I'm hoping that when he gets. So I guess Jim broke that stereotype. Age, when he gets my age, I told him, I'm going to be 45 and in my freaking prime, and you're going to look like sunburn trailer trash. And I'm not even sure what I'm going to do with you. So I'm hoping that I get lucky. You know, I don't know. Ages. I mean, you do. Wow. You drink those shots like there's no oh, yeah. tomorrow. Which I, is really that, funny. That's going to catch up to you. That's girl. whatever. My mom has been saying that since I was a kid, and I've been drinking since my senior year in high school. And. I have slowed down because I used to drink shots of Patron and I used to drink Adios Motherfuckers with a shot of 151 floating. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. so no one can tell me. You're, one day you're, you'll wake up and your liver will be knocking I'm a wake up dead one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. a wake up dead. <laughs> but enjoy your youth. <laughs> I mean, is it really youth anymore? I'm in my 30s. You're 30? I'm 32. Oh. I'll be 33 in two months. You have a year and a half left. All right, so... um. <laughs> What else can we say, Jim? Do you want to? Have we talked about everything? Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Um, yeah, the tape preservation project is what I'm really going uh, strong with right now. It's really blown up. I, in the last week, I had four different articles come out. Uh, SFist uh, wrote an article about it, and it branched out from there. I had uh, uh, Berlin, or I'm sorry, Brazil wrote an article, and then the UK, one from New York, and then one here. In the city as well. I feel like. Do you have a webpage that people can go for, or yes, SoundCloud uh, or something? SFDPS.org, and that'll branch out, branch out to all the different um, archives that I have available. I have the the San Francisco Disco Preservation Archives, an '80s archives, and a '90s archives. Okay, and say it one more time for us. SFDPS, San Francisco Disco Preservation Society.org. You heard it here at House of Pride Radio. Can you repeat that? Um, That's sfdps at 
No, just SFDPS. <laughs> oh, I, I, was thinking, I was thinking email. Sorry. <laughs> SFDPS.org. Check him out. You can check out all his fabulous remixes. Um, and then don't forget to check him out tonight at 4.40 tonight. He will be DJing. Starting at 9. At 9 o'clock until 2 a.m. for you late drinkers. <laughs> two for one cocktail. Two for one cocktail, yes. Who doesn't love a good two for one? By the way, thank you for dropping our cheesy videos of Space Tranny and Call Me Eve with oh, I love Gypsy that. Love. Yeah, I, and I found the Space Tranny video on one of the VJ Pool DVDs that I had. It was Rock picture. America that came out on. Yeah. That, I don't even think Rock America exists anymore. No, they're gone now. Yeah. There are a few others. There are a few, quite a few. Promo online. Only. Yeah, Promo Only still around. Uh, Pro Videos for DJs is the one that I use. That's really good. They've oh, got okay. old school and new school stuff. Different folks running that one than Promo Only? Yeah, okay. yeah, they're based out of the UK. Oh, okay. So, uh, that's a better source for all the the '90s house stuff, as well as all the UK. Are house you listening, stuff Camille? Because there's a whole thing I, when <laughs> when you get a project together, you know, that you, like you have to go after these video folks to distribute the video and all this. No, but it was, it was great when I when I saw the space trendy video. I, I threw it in the mix, and people were pointing at the screen. Oh, look, it's Tweeka. <laughs> Tweeka is the ultimate space tranny, though. Just so you guys know. <laughs> I will say that was like 2000 and I don't even know 10, 11, something like that. Was that shot here in San Francisco? It was. It was shot here in San Francisco. So Call Me Eve was shot where Cafe Floor, the upstairs. Remember, we used to get dressed in the upstairs. Um, when um, what was next door? That record store, Tower yeah, Records. Tower Records. It closed down, and we shot it in this the space when they cleared everything out. So that was with a green screen. Uh, but yeah, it's a homemade San Francisco product. We should do a few more. Maybe we collaborate. I would love to. Yeah. I need to do some video projects. We'll talk. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to let Jim go because he has to go to 440 and get it going on there. I'm going to stop by. Are you going to stop by? I am probably going to be out anyway, so I'll definitely <laughs> stop by to say hi. Don't forget to check out his website, guys. It's sfdps.org. You can also check out his fake, his fake book. His, his Facebook. It's jimhopkins on facebook.com. Check him out. Check out his music. Stop by. Get some drinks. Say hi. And, you know, DJs love tips, too. Yes. Do that? Do you do people request songs and then? Oh yeah, yeah. And also remember, <laughs> no, when so requesting a song, the etiquette is to not knock on the window when you right. <laughs> don't bang on my glass window, don't kick my DJ booth door, and don't come up and say it's your birthday because I will ID you. Because you're probably sure a girl and no one cares about you. Just so you know, yeah, girls always come into 440 and it's always their birthday when they make a request. Has anyone tried to like have sex with you in this DG? Yeah, DG for group? a request. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's always when I, whenever I see a DJ booth, that's the first thing that pops in my mind. The sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that, that note, that eight single kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I have to get in my my meeting after this show. Um, <laughs> well, let's close it out with an '80s classic. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, let's see if you can name this tune. You can dance if you want to. Oh, you got it. <laughs> we'll be right back with Amora T singing live for us on stage. Uh-oh. <laughs> we can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. See, we can go where we want to. They so they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world Leave the real one far behind We can dance 
just real deep from my heart's to a peak Then surprise them with a victory cry Say, we can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will And you can act real rude and totally removed And I can act like an imbecile Say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance We're doing it from pole to pole We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance, we can dance Everybody's taking the chance Safe to dance Oh, it's safe to dance Yes, safe to dance We can dance if you want to We've got all your life in mind We abuse it, never gonna lose it Everything will work out right I say, we can dance if we want to We can leave your friends behind Because your friends don't dance And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine I say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance We're doing it from pole to pole We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance, we can dance Everybody's making a chance Who is safe to dance? Yes, it's safe to dance Who is safe to dance? Who is safe to dance? Yes, it's safe to dance It's safe to dance Yeah, it's safe to dance It's safe to dance Oh, it's safe to dance Oh, it's safe to dance Yes, the safety dance. Boy, that was a number one hit. Uh, do you play that, Jim? I guess if you're going to hang out, oh, we're yeah, going to ask no, you yeah, more yeah, questions. Retro video, <laughs> retro, retro, uh, I can't talk today. I am having retro trouble, too. video night. I play it. I don't remember. Oh, I remember this group. I actually I had sex with the um, synth player <laughs> in Provincetown in, back in the day. Which group? <laughs> this, um, men Without Hats. Oh, Men Without Hats. <laughs> but that was a long time ago. Anyways, moving on. So what, you know, what, what you can help me. What we're going to do now, Jim, is we're going to have the Battle of the Queens right here live on stage. It's being streamed uh, on Facebook. And what this is, uh, entails is Camille against her uh, nephesis Amortis for who has the best diva vocal in San Francisco. Uh, ho- hold on. Let me turn your mics on. Okay. Okay, power. <laughs> Say something, Camille. Camille. Say something again. Camille. Okay, you're on uh, S2. I'm on the air. Amor. Check, check. No, not yet. Keep talking. Check, check. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So. They don't know what song they're going to get, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. But here it goes. Actually, let me tell you, it's at last. So uh, we did a a toss-up before you guys went on stage, and Amora will be starting things off. I don't know this song at all. Well, am I going first, and then you're going second? I'll go second. You sing that. I'll do Back to Black. Okay. It's easier that way. Back to Black. Okay, Amora, let me play a little bit so you get the the groove and hear what key it's in, okay?
Did you get that? I can hear it. All right. So, honey, <laughs> why, why don't you give her some, stop pogging the stage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Camille. <laughs> and then you'll come on in a minute. All right. Let's have a nice round of applause. Here she is, Miss Amorites. Microphone shrank. <laughs> wow, that was good. I get nervous singing after her. I really. I'm, are you sure you want to sing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to, honestly. We know Amora is going to win. So. <laughs> oh. oh. That's not like you, Camille. You, oh, no, I'll still sing. <laughs> All right. What's the name of the song? Uh, Back to Black. Back. To black. black. It is February. It's Black History Month, so we are going to go back to black. All right. Well, here's a little bit just so you, it's, uh, you get the scent. It's in key of F, okay? For a fag. <laughs> Any gay can sing this. 
good job. I really can't say that one of you is better than the other. You both have something to bring to the stage. I agree. So. She has much more of a soulful voice than I do. Yes, and your yeah. timber is really nice. My timber. What, whatever that word is. What's that word, Jim? The tim- tim- timber. Oh, a timbre. Okay, I was like, my yeah. timber. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Timbre. It's timbre. B R E. Your timber. <laughs> The, how it goes. Yeah. My octave level. Oh. Uh. And I wish I had like a higher octave level in my voice so I could sing like more con pop songs. Like I'm always having to change the key just to fit my voice. But I, I heard you do my Raya. My Raya? <laughs> 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 yeah, I did, but I totally turned the key down though. So, keep it so folks, we're gonna I, I, we're gonna be calling a um, DJ, uh, DJ. Um, Jim, you're still here, right? So we're gonna. This will be interesting. Uh, if I get my bearings straight, DJ Tony Freeze. Um, is she in Chicago? I want to say Chicago. I'm gonna find out. Uh, so Camille, talk amongst you, your queens. And yeah, I'll, definitely. Uh, so I have the fabulous Amora in the house. Hello, hello, hello. So um, Amora is um, one of my favorite artists in the city. Um, I don't know that I've ever actually heard any of her music stuff, but I know she's a fabulous um, drag performer. She's a fabulous flyer maker. She's a fabulous dressmaker as well. So those of you that didn't know, she she sews a lot of my outfits. So if you lobby as we speak. I know, I can't wait. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I just spent a whole bunch of money at the um, discount fabric store because, you know, they just had their 40% off. Um, I got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, last week. I just got a bunch of stuff. So, um, you will be seeing some cute new... I'm actually doing all new songs on Sunday, too. Can you believe that? I am so excited. I know. Um, and also, just make sure you guys tune in next week. It'll be me. Tweaker will not be here. I will be hosting by myself, so I will have a... Gaggle of queens in here, um, but we do have someone on the phone right now. Who do we have on the phone? We have DJ Tony Freeze. Are you with us? Ooh. Yes, I am. Tony, we were trying to figure out where are you right now. In Cleveland, Ohio. She's in Ohio. I'm sorry. She's in Ohio. <laughs> so welcome to House of Pride Radio, Tony. It's fabulous to have you. I was looking at your repertoire. You have quite a history uh, of DJing. Um, now, um, can you tell us a little about your career? Um, well, I started DJing in 1971, actually, um, and at our in our elementary school, we had like a after school center, and I would DJ. But on 45, it was just so much fun. And I've been DJing ever since. I started doing roller skating rinks and, you know, after school parties and house parties. And then I got into the clubs, and that's where I've been ever since. The Ohio roller rink scene is actually pretty live, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's coming back even more now. They're doing a lot of, um, like, once or twice a month here, they have this uh, gay. Um, Roller ring party. It's a they have a, they have a couple of adult um, roller ring parties as well in Ohio, from what I remember. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's fabulous. So, what what kind of genre of DJ are you? For those of the those of us that don't know um, who you are or what you do, can you explain to us what genre or what type of music you like to DJ? I spin everything basically. I spin from hip hop, reggae, yes. reggaeton. Uh, salsa, merengue, pachata. I spend EDM, house, 
top 40 pop dance and a little bit of country. You sound like a money maker to me. <laughs> she, she's a little bit country. I spin everything and I love it. Um, where are you DJing right now? Um, I DJ in three nightclubs. I DJ in the Leather Stye and it's one of the oldest men's leather bars in Hot. Ohio. It's been open since 1971. What city are we talking? Some old leather. Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Um, you know, I'm sitting next to uh, another uh, DJ here um, who has a long established career. Uh, career. <laughs> Who is it? He is a long-established Let me just put it out there. I might have had a mild stroke on the way over tonight. I'm <laughs> unable to articulate. Uh, take it away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do have another DJ in the house that has been DJing for 36 years. So I, uh, I think he more leans towards, uh, like, eight, we discussed 80s house, um, like and retro 80s. house, um, just kind of 80s music. How do you feel on that moving in? Do you feel like that's something that should come back and... Oh, man. Oh, I love it. Uh, you know, I've been bringing it back. I do. Uh, my sister owns a restaurant, and she has a nightclub in there. And when I'm not DJing in the in the Anatomy nightclub downtown Cleveland, in the warehouse district, Shout out or to at Anatomy. the Lover Bar, I'm actually DJing her restaurant. And I, bring, I have a theme party every week. I have one this week, 90s house party this Ooh. Saturday. And that sounds Saturday, like a lot of fun. A, yeah. It is. And I do all 90s house uh, pop dance uh, club and 90s R&B Ooh. So I, I wanted to say Jim Hopkins is sitting next to me, another established DJ who who spins in the genre of 80s um, here at uh, 440 in, in, in the Castro. It used to be Daddy's, which um, was that a leather bar, Jim? It used to be a leather bar. Used to be a leather bar. You don't consider Daddy's a leather bar anymore? No, the leather scene is... Oh. It's kind of gone. It's, I mean, it's south of the market now. It, it's gone south. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> Tony, <laughs> Tony, uh, yes, meet yes. Jim. Jim, meet Tony. Hi, Tony. Hi. Um, very interesting um, uh, that you are spinning in a leather bar. Um, do, are there a lot of patrons that are female that come in there? Basically, it's basically it's a men's leather bar, and I've been. I was the first female to ever DJ there. It's and very interesting. Uh, is it a warm reception for you? The gays love you. Oh my God, they love me. <laughs> they love me. I'm their, par- I'm their party DJ. Anytime there's a leather event, I'm, I'm DJing. It. And this is my third year DJing Claw Cleveland Leather Awareness Week. I DJ it every year here. It's a big convention of uh, the, for the leather community. Flog. And it's from Claw. 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 C-L-A. Cleveland Claw, Leather. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, who knew Cleveland, Cleveland had such a vibrant leather? I didn't know, scene. but you know, apparently Cleveland, Ohio, has one of the, one of the, I think the top five largest gay communities in the United States. Is that right, Toning? Big gay community. Um, yes, yes. Cleveland, uh, I believe well, it's Cleveland, Seattle, San Francisco, um, Utah. Surprisingly, is actually number two for the largest gay um, community per capita now. Um, and then I forgot what yeah. the fifth one was. Camille has a list. <laughs> well, you know, I don't like to visit anywhere without, without. I want to do everything gay. I don't you do probably like, who gay, so. Who am I hearing? Well, let me just introduce you. I'm Tweaker, the, and my co-host is Camille Toe. Have you ever heard of her? No, I don't blame no. you. No. no one really has. No. It's okay. <laughs> you, Tony, what is some of the, the big queens over there in Cleveland? In a, oh, Lord. Um, do you know any of them? I know a lot of them, but I'm, I'm, oh my God, there's so many, but the big ones, like, um, yeah, who's um, 
They're going to be really I'm happy with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I don't uh, do shows anymore. I stopped doing shows, drag shows last year. I don't blame you. It's, it's just it's a bunch of bullshit. It's so much drama. You know, the queens blame everything on you. You can ask Tweeka. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Even here. <laughs> you, you know, they give you a CD I with a knife to it, and they're like, I don't understand why you can't play this CD. <laughs> <laughs> no, they give me a phone with a dead battery, and I'm locked out. <laughs> Yeah, phones <laughs> phones are hard, <laughs> but you make it work. Um, you know, I I DJ the Cleveland Pride here every year, and I actually do the shows for the the drag queens. I'm actually their sound man, Fab- person. Fabulous. Sound Let's man. talk about that for a second. So, uh, when is Cleveland Pride this year? June twenty fourth. June twenty fourth, Camille. And um, yeah. what venue is it held at? Uh, George Wanovich Park next right on right on right on the lake. That sounds like a lot of fun. And is it well attended? How many how many folks do you think show up? Everyone. Um about everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you get the uh, DJ. About 35, 30,000 people. It's oh, that's basically big. it's a it's a yeah. mock thing. It's, you say forty five to thirty five incredible. people? Thousand. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. Thousand. Yeah. That's big. Twenty last year we had um, <laughs> our gay pride got canceled because of um, safety issues after what happened uh, at Pulse and everything. So we had a lot of safety issues because the city was giving us a hard time with our security, so we canceled. Okay. So the year before I DJed, we had, um, I said, maybe 25,000 people. Wow, you know, so that's a good number. Be better. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, how many people come here? To Pride? Yeah, in San oh, Francisco. Oh, it's, well, it's the largest Pride event in the world. <laughs> in the universe. It's, it's well over 100,000 people. Uh, oh, okay. Like, well yeah, over. Yeah, it's packed. I, yeah. The two biggest ones are New York and San Francisco. Do you DJ Pride? Yes, I do. What do you do? To Jim, we're going to ask Jim, what do you do in San Francisco for Pride? I stay in my apartment. Go the opposite direction. <laughs> it looks like we have a... Um, I've, I, I've been here since 91, so it's... I'm kind of bored with the whole parade thing. Uh, yeah, I haven't gone to the parade in I don't know how long. I also haven't. Um, last year, I vowed to not do anything during for drag because I just started had had just started dating my fiance last year, um, and I was like, I'm not doing anything for drag. I'm just going to like show him how to really enjoy pride like I used to but then when it came to it I realized how jaded I was and I like oh god I didn't want to wait in line I didn't want to like go to the food like I usually like don't go to the festivals or anything because it's like gangster family day out so I usually just like get food and go straight to Juanita Moore's party but like mm-hmm. everything was just so much this past year yeah Fabulous. So you guys' tribe there have, um, is it family-friendly? Uh, it, like, fam- yeah, huh? it is family friendly. Um, you do get a lot more naked people here, I, I imagine, than you do anywhere else. But, I mean, it is family friendly. We do, it is all ages, um, so everyone can come and enjoy. Uh, have no, you, we actually yeah. have a kids zone here. With people that have their children, they have a kids zone, and it's roped off, and there's, somebody actually watches your children while you're out having fun. Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> that's, Yeah. Um, not sure that fl- would fly here. I'm not. Yeah, it's like Cleveland times twenty, probably. It, it's pretty, in- yeah. pretty big. Um, have you worked here in the city or the Bay Area, Tony? No, oh. I worked all over Ohio, everywhere. I've been DJing in the club since 1981. Yes, but I've been DJing since '71. But I really got really into the club scene in '81, and I've been DJing the clubs ever since. And I've just I've been to New York once. 
mm-hmm. that was that was back in uh, God ninety, uh, and that's the last time I was there. I just I like staying here locally because it's not. It's, I mean, it's just a lot of fun here. There's a lot of bars here. They were a lot of bars, so now there isn't a lot of bars here. Tell us a little bit about the podcast that you share with everyone. Oh, I have two podcasts, actually. I have the Heart This app, where you can download all my mixes for free. And I make those mixes for my friends, and I share them with everyone, as you see. And I make those are fun. And then I have on SoundCloud, I do mixes for a company called Tilted Brothers. They actually make custom-made kilts for men. Oh. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And I I make a mix for them once a month. And... You would be the response. I've been doing it for two years, the response that I get from the people, because I do mixes on there. I do from the 60s until now. I, every month I do a different mix for them, and they really love it. I just made one today for them from, for uh, next month. How can folks hear, um, where can we go to hear your mixes? Where can you go? Yeah, do we click on the link somewhere? Yeah, you can click on a link on my page. On my on any, I have a music page, uh, DJ Tony Freeze music page, mm-hmm. and I have a DJ Freeze uh, Facebook page, and my links are right there. Uh, but if you go to heartthis dot at miss DJ Freeze, it'll take you right to my page, and there's like ten mixes there. But the, there's twenty two mixes on the SoundCloud page for Tilted Brothers, Fabulous. and they're all downloadable, mm-hmm. every one of them. Awesome, awesome. Folks here listening to us tonight, um, go check out Tony Freeze. It's T-O-N-I, Tony Freeze. Uh, and I I did, and the energy in your podcasts are really, like, amazing. Just lots of energy. You want to get out there and start dancing right away. <sighs> <laughs> I'm yeah. dancing right now, but I'm stuck in a seat. Um, well, it's been fabulous talking to you. Um, we've got to kind of roll along. There's a, um, a couple of uh, interviews before the next group comes in, but I want to invite you to join us at another time. Uh, are you down? Oh, I'm, I'd be glad to do it. I'm really excited you guys even asked me. I was like, <laughs> I was stoked, man. I was scared because I've never done an interview on a radio show before. I mean, doing it in Somebody is different, but not a phone is old. world. You can cross it off your bucket list now. <laughs> that was Camille. That wasn't me. Um, <laughs> well, listen, uh, we're going to let you go. But again, folks, check out DJ Tony Freeze from Cleveland, Ohio, working it out over there um, on the in where is that? Is that Central Time or Eastern Time Zone? Where are you? Eastern. Eastern time Eastern. Zone. All right. Um, let's have a nice right round of applause. Go ahead, honey. Sorry. What did you say, honey? It's 10 o'clock here. It is. Uh, I'm sorry. We called you so late. No. Oh, no. I mind. Don't go to bed till 5 in the morning. All right. Okay. You heard it here. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, you are welcome. Music. Let's have a nice round of applause for DJ Tony Freeze. Woo! <laughs> Bye, honey. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, coming up next, we well, we still have a room. We still have Maura T's hanging out with us, and we have Jim still here. Oh, we get another phone call. All right, well, let's see who the hell that is. Hello, you're on the air. Who are we speaking with? Oh, hi, it's Carney Asada. Oh, oh Carney! Oh, wait, let me hang up really fast. No. <laughs> Carney, welcome. God, it's been a pretty minute. I know. How it's been a Muni minute. We miss your white grilled face. 
<laughs> it is the Tex-Mex face of San Francisco. <laughs> Jeez, how's it going? It's going good. I have, um, uh, you know, Camille uh, co-hosting for a month. What do you think of that? I think that's great. I've been listening to the show, actually. I just got out of work, and I've been listening to it, you know, at the... At the at the dance mm-hmm. studio, just kind of laughing my ass off. You guys are great. You have a good, good pairing there. A good pairing. A good pairing. <laughs> Black and white always go together in my book. And then, uh, Carney, uh, sitting next to me, you must know Amora Tees. I do see. So you have a whole Neapolitan ice cream of, of, <laughs> of drag queens. And then, have you worked with DJ uh, uh, Jim Hopkins? I don't think I have. Do you know Carney Asada? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I know the name, but I haven't have you eaten carne? He's had a little bit of carne. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm delicious. <laughs> I, have, I, I must say I had one of your tacos yesterday. <laughs> oh, did you see? I'm everywhere. I put some hot Very sauce on it. Some hot sauce. How have you been, Carney? Good. I've just been kind of on the pavement, just working, working, working. And you have been very busy. You know, yeah. That uh, that show over in Oakland, the uh, hashtag blessed at Port Bar is doing really good from the videos and things that I've seen. Have you performed yeah, there? Really I have crazy. not. I got booked once, but you know, I can be really weird with work because money is very important to you me. You didn't show up? Uh, no, I told her I wasn't. I like. I told her I could do it, and then five minutes later, I told her I couldn't do it. So, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not flaky. I'm just... <laughs> flaky <laughs> the one time you didn't show up for your own show uh, actually i didn't show up for my own show twice oh and then you yeah i remember that that was i think well, that's at least the, she's consistent. <laughs> yeah at least i always don't show up <laughs> well thank you for joining us uh, carney uh, what would you like to uh, tell our listening audience tonight yes yeah, so i have a couple of things i want to talk about so uh, yeah definitely hashtag blessed is something that we're doing now every sunday at the port bar in oakland and I think it's really cool and unique because, um, as Camille can attest to, drag in Oakland is like, uh, it's challenging, I guess. There's not a lot of stuff going on. To say the least. (laughs) Um, So I think it's really cool that we're bringing kind of the culture to the East Bay and something for people who live there. It's really designed to be a low-cost show for people who are locals. Um, And it's really easy to get to by BART if you are in San Francisco because everyone likes to bitch about it. So... It's, it's like <laughs> That's one right block true. off of the, the BART station. It's not hard to get to. So 8 o'clock on Sundays. And then the other thing I want to talk about is actually I work at a dance studio right now called Dance Mission Theater. Oh, I love Dance um, Mission Theater. <laughs> yeah. So you I can catch Vogue Tone there on Mondays. Yeah, what? with Jacqueline. Yeah. Oh, yes. I've seen her so, perform. What do you do there? So I work kind of, uh, I do kind of look at jack of all trades things. I'm kind of doing marketing for them. You're jacking off all the trade? Oh. Yeah, all, all the trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's I'm all about customer them. service. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping them produce some festivals and dance festivals. Oh, nice. And one of them is called the Dirt Festival, which is dance in revolting times. And it's all about intertribal and indigenous dance in a reflection of our current administration and the culture of art in this kind of world we live in, which is not so dissimilar to drag in reality. So, Ooh, sound, um, sounds very edgy. Mm-hmm. It's cool, and it's happening um, March 24th through April 2nd, and they can get tickets on our website, which is dancemission.com. Dancemission.com um, to get tickets, guys. Support yeah. Parni Asada's... Uh, fat- Jacking off all the trains. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Happy endings yeah. for everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got a paycheck, I got a talent. Let's <laughs> oh my god so I feel like you're you're doing something every night like another venue or 
Are you? Are you? She's doing, I know she's doing Thursdays, not my so-called '90s night. She's doing. She's doing blessed on Sundays. She's doing yeah, uh, so lips and lashes on Saturdays, which is a fabulous brunch show at the Lookout. Yeah. Um, Camille's your PR person. She is. Yeah. She's drinking on Wednesdays wanna... at the Midnight Sun for. Um, That's tonight. Ash booze. Well, actually, karaoke. Mondays. Um, it's uh, called Mister Sister Mondays, and it's with me and Honey Mahogany and Dulce Deleche. Oh yeah. Where is that, honey? At Midnight Sun. So that's at Midnight Sun. Oh, now, did, wasn't Mahogany Mondays going on? For, is it still going on? Yeah. It, well, what's happened is Honey has taken on a huge, huge and really important role at the stud. And I think what she decided to do was to revamp Mondays at Midnight Sun to be a collaborative effort and something that was more about gotcha. building community. Mm-hmm. So she taught, you know, we, her and I and Dulce have created a new show in which we all can support each other in building and producing something that is unique for San Francisco. Um, so we're kind of still working it out. I think our audience is helping us figure out what kind of show we're doing, but it's, um, the idea is that you have a different host under the same guys and they're going to bring incredible talent and we may, you know, do themes here and there or not. I think it's something to look forward to. So every, every Monday at 10 at midnight sun. That's fabulous. We'll be competing. When Drag Race <laughs> <laughs> right, well, <laughs> But you know, the good thing about their show is their Drag Race show, they tend to do, they start their Drag Race show later because that is a Drag Race bar, so they actually get the DVD. We don't, yeah. and we also don't have um, DVR, so we start at nine, <laughs> and we are done when the show is over. <laughs> and also, Camille, I've heard some weird rumors that it may actually not be on a Monday this, this round, so I don't know. Is it going to be Thursdays this year again? I don't know. I've heard. A couple, I've heard Thursdays. I've heard Fridays. I've heard. I've heard a lot of different. They are really so working think, with fucking with my work schedule, honestly. Yeah, I know. So I think we'll have to just stay tuned to see Tuesdays at three. Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> the stress of it all. Um, well, l- let's let you go. Um, got another phone call coming in, but um, sure. God, you have to call back more often. It's been a pretty minute. We'd love to have you on oh, next week. I'll be. I'll be here hosting. Um, and I'll have a, a gaggle of queens. She's like relishing. I'm so excited. <laughs> Tweeka will be on a hiatus next week, so I will be here. I'd love to have you in to come and gab. Oh, that sounds you. fun. What are you yeah, doing next can, Wednesday? Okay. All right. Well, Carney, if there's one 80s song that represents you, what would it be? Oh, my God. That's a rough question. You have 10 seconds. Oh. She's a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the 70s. <laughs> Oh, God, I can't answer that. It's too much. Let, let me answer for you. This song is dedicated to you, Carney. Um, here goes. Thank you for calling Thank in, you, and we'll you. talk to you real soon. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Do you want to bring him in? All right, folks, we'll be right back after this short musical break by Yaz.
All right, we're back. If I can find. And I'm black. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm mulatto. Uh, that is a problematic term. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find the volume control button here. It's My so funny. I was watching. Uh, I don't know what I was watching. Hold on. Honey. Oh, dear white oak. <laughs> I'm having an issue. Oh, there it is. It's buried behind the basement. Okay. All right, we're playing classic uh, 80s. Classic 80s, yes. Yeah. 80s songs that you were speaking. Situation goes good with Carney. True. Always, it's always a situation. She is 80. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the telephone, we have. I believe it's Aaron Isaac Joseph. Can you hear us, honey? Hello? Hi. Hi. Aaron Isaac Joshua. Joshua, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry. How you doing, no dear? Worries, Hi, how are you? I am fabulous. Thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So tell our listening audience your current claim to fame. (laughs) Uh, Her name is Hollywood, Texas, and uh, she hosts Mojo every Wednesday at Q Bar. Um, It's um, been a kind of project in the works for a long time and wasn't really sure... Um, about the timing of when it was supposed to happen, but um, the opportunity was placed in front of me, and so here we are. Uh, for, for for our listeners and the people that we have on Facebook Live, can you tell us what um, what kind of what kind of party or genre of party would you say this is? So Mojo is um, based on uh, Soul Music Foundation. So wow. we start off with um, a lot of soul music. Um, some of our DJs that we have even play things on 45s and stuff like oh. that. So, um, and then everything kind of goes from there throughout the night. Um, we can go into disco, we could go into funk, we could go into a lot of 80s sometimes. Um, so we kind yeah. of play around with it. We like to have fun. And that's tonight, that's right, music right here in the Castro uh, at 440. No, 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 no. A cube bar. Which is not, we just, there's so much going so on. So what, what Tweeka wants you to do yeah. is head over, head on over, get your first drink at 4:40. Say hi to Jim Hopkins. Yes. Go to Q yes. Bar, take your shirt off, and dance all night long to some fabulous soul music. Um, and Motep- hosted by Aaron Isaac Joshua. Well, yeah, Hollywood. Like, Hollywood, Texas. Texas you also aren't you a yeah. go-go dancer Mix, as well? Miss Texas, if you're nasty. Um, yeah, Hollywood likes to dance. Yeah, so, I've seen um, I've seen Hollywood up up on, up on the bars. Um, she'll dance on a platform. She'll dance on a bar. She'll dance on a dance floor, sweetheart. Ooh. And Ooh. and you're performing tonight. What time do you take the stage or the pedestal? <laughs> um, I like to feel it out. You between ten thirty and eleven for the first one. In just three but, short um, hours, ladies and gentlemen. If you're looking for something to do this evening, do head over to the Castro. Do you guys um, book other queens? Should other queens be trying to oh, God, talk here we to go. you? Oh, I don't. I don't, <laughs> don't want to book. I do love QR, but I hate performing on that damn bench. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. Um, so I've actually. Um, I've fallen off. I've I used to go go for Joshua J's party with Juanita Moore there. And yeah. I, that's not I've it. actually go go there once too. <laughs> <laughs> Back when it was um, BOC. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you go up there enough times, you're bound to fall off, I think. Yeah, definitely. Especially in Seven and Slow. So, can Queens hit you up for a booking, or how, how, how does that work? Hollywood, Texas loves duets. Oh, that's cute. Um, hmm. And he also, she also likes to take the performance off of the platform and onto the dance floor. Oh, nice. Um, she just performed with Bianca Simone at Gigante Sundays, oh, also cute. at Q Bar. Oh, I was there for that. That was really Who's cute. Who's Bianca? 
I don't I'm know. just kidding. <laughs> she sounds very voluptuous. Very voluptuous. She is um, uh, the current reigning Miss Gay United States 2016. Just so everyone that don't is forget. Yeah. I will. She's wonderful. She's okay. Um, don't beef her up too big. <laughs> Wait, I, so, yeah, Holly, Hollywood I, I feel like somebody's that, pinching um, me with a pin. I'm interested <laughs> in collaborating and yeah. stuff like that. I love uh, your party, Mojo. Um, Thank you, sweetheart. We love it when you come in. We're going to come swing on over tonight. Uh, folks, we want the full tweaker sometime, though. Uh, yeah, she'll, yeah, you know what? Um, she'll do a, a duet with you. How about that? Yes, exactly. Uh. Um, <laughs> well, I know you're probably getting into face as we speak. Yes, I am uh, putting the last straps of leather and lace on, you know. All right. And have you painted your face yet? Um, yeah, that's actually done. That's the first thing I do these days. He does a great job. Have you seen his face? I have not seen... I saw some on Facebook, but not in person. Yes. I don't know if I've seen you in face in person either, actually. Possibly not. Do you Um, know who you're talking to right now? Do you know Camille Toe? No, I I know her inside and outside of Camille Toe. (laughs) Many people do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know that we've actually met. met. I do see you at Eagle. Yeah, I do see you at... uh, Not Eagle, excuse me. Um, I live really close to Powerhouse, so I've seen you dancing before. Um, But I don't... When I'm not Camille and I'm not being boisterous and I'm just like out drinking, I'm very like that nerdy, shy... And you're hooked up, too. Oh, yeah, and I'm hooked up, so I'm yeah, usually I'm not right. staring at your penis very often. Anymore. Anymore, exactly. We'll pretend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, folks, there's so much to do. I mean, if you're going to come to San Francisco um, for a week, you must stop by the Q Bar on Wednesdays. Yes. Uh, you must, yes, please yes. do. We Patron have a photo opportunity in the back. I love well. that. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. It's really nice that you guys have picked up kind of where Booty Call left off because people are are craving that right now. That party has been gone for a while, and I don't feel like there's anything that has really filled that void for me personally. Yeah, it's definitely a big void for anybody to attempt to fill, um, and I'm you know honored to be in that spot on that evening and in those shoes. So. Um, Work you know, creating, creating this has been uh, a journey, and it's still um, making itself. So, well, I'm going here. to um, dedicate this song I'm going to play to you and Mojo um, going to work it I out that Yaz song by the way that was a very Mojo song oh was it well tell yeah. me if uh, Aretha Franklin fits the bill here it goes what's that oh yeah definitely rock sure. steady honey we'll see you later tonight rock let's have a nice round of applause wow, I love you Thank bye you. baby bye, Texas. Hollywood Texas bye. come see me bye we'll be right back with our fabulous black gay real estate agent, Jeremy Williams. The only one in San Francisco. Rock <laughs> steady, baby. That's what I feel now. Let's start the song exactly what it is. Step and move your hips with a feeling from side to side. Sit yourself down.
I feel like I rock steady. How about you? I, yeah, oh, I definitely rock steady. Well, I don't know. I'm more like a Leah rock the boat. How about a <laughs> <laughs> yes? How about a, our, our new uh, right, guys, podcast? So you rock we, steady. We are, are you rock steady? I'm I'm pretty rock steady. <laughs> we have the fabulous Jeremy Williams in the studio today. Hello, hello, he hello. Is, um, one of my favorite queens. He is. It is February, so I am all about the black. Yeah, I want you to just out him um, out. He is our our um, a real estate agent here in the city. He does commercial real estate, and we wanted to bring him in just so people can kind of just get a gist of things about our community. Also, black people striving to be better than. Very interesting because uh, House of Pride is generally uh, creative contributions to the LGBTQ community, but here we have a business. Uh, a business side of it. Uh, the business guest, yeah, from the LGBT. We're not community. paying him now, for this. Uh, though, unless you you also do drag. Do you also do drag? Um, work is kind of like drag, yeah. <laughs> it's a performance I, piece. I, I, I put on face every morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what real estate agency do you work for? So um, I work for Elaine Pinnell Realtors. Um, mm-hmm. I work in the Marina District. Oh, that's a, Street. That's high end. Ashibushi. <laughs> well healed community. We have a, a, a great address, and it helps with business definitely. Yeah. A great address. What is that? And mean? are you helping? On my uh, business card. Yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, her business. Card. How did you, you? How did you find real estate as a career? Yeah, so I, I kind of fell into it. Uh, long story short, I did a lot of service jobs in college, and I ended up working for uh, a broker about four years ago, kind of as a personal assistant, and uh, did that for the last three and a half years. And then um, last year in April, I started doing my own deals. So. Um, it's been pretty exciting, you know. Speaking about your um, clothes have definitely gotten nicer, so you must be <laughs> you must be doing I, some I, sales. I, I've got some corns coming in, so that's always good. But you know, just to talk about being, you know, LGBT and and being African American, um, working in industries such as real estate and uh, that are predominantly white male oriented um it's it's definitely shout out to all those hot white males in real estate <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a challenge it, is it really majority white oh absolutely what about i feel feel like I women this, are involved I, oh no, no? no no i mean kind of but women don't get the same appreciation that yeah. men, white males do so, i used to do loan processing so actually for a year yeah. and a half overwhelmingly so. the real estate agents are white males gorgeous yeah. white men <laughs> especially in alpha the, males in the commercial real Jews, estate side my of it. favorite yeah. <laughs> Watch your tongue, young lady. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, how are, are you? Um, how do you get along with your co-career uh, workers? Uh, do they co- co-workers? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I have to take a step back because I'm like so used to talking to drag queens and DJs. It's like okay, it's like, okay that, that's uh, all right. <laughs> gay people have real jobs. <laughs> Well, all of you that don't realize, a lot of drag queens do have real. Jobs. I know it's like it's like a whole different. I have to turn the page, but uh, um, I mean, are there any problems associated with being yeah, African American gay like real estate agent? And do you feel like it's harder because you're gay, or do you feel like it's harder because you're black in this sort of situation, or do you feel like it's kind of just one and the same? Um, I I feel like it definitely could be. Um, I'm I'm definitely the youngest, brownest, gayest person at the table. Um, you know, in, in my industry. So I, I deal with that, but I try to not let it overshadow, you know, what I'm there to do. I'm there to do the job. I think at the end of the day in real estate, it's how it's sales. how it's you connect sales. with your, yeah. you with the know, customer. Pr- prospective client. Yeah. 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 And, you know, give them what they want. Well, I'm lucky because my name's Jeremy Williams, and I grew up. In it's a, very. I know that's in, one. In of, that's suburb. something you can hear on the phone, <laughs> and that vocal, the vocals, the voice. You know. Do you have a t- like a, a personalized tag that goes with your like name? Hi, I'm Jeremy Williams, and 
No, no, it's in, in the investment side. It's not as showy as uh, residential. Oh, okay. Oh, it's investment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I definitely think I get away with, you know, on the phone being Jeremy Williams from Elaine Pinnell versus in person. Dante from. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I def- the 40 ounce real estate company. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely see it a lot when I meet um, somebody that I've been talking to for three months on the phone for the first time in person. Uh-huh. I meet with this old Irish guy who owns a building in Castro or wherever. And he sees me and he kind of is like, oh, you're, you're Jeremy. <laughs> uh, he does a double. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> You're a lot blacker than I thought you'd be. <laughs> um, so that's always a lot of fun, but I just dive into my script and, you know, giving them the confidence that I know what I'm doing. Sounds like you, this is a, a career that you get satisfaction out of. It's it's great. I, I would say the, the best thing about it is the freedom. I get to make my own schedule and be my own boss and mm-hmm. um, just kind of be in control of, of my, you know, my coins. Awesome. Do you, <laughs> how do you guys know each other? Do you mind? Um, I'm sorry. I'm Jeremy and I worked together at the at, Bucks. At Starbucks. Starbucks years ago. <laughs> uh, about sh- yeah. Shout out to Brian ago. Duke. About 10 years ago, he yeah. was our boss. We had an all gay boy crew, um, except for that one straight boy, Mitchell. Do you oh, remember there, Mitchell? There was a lesbian too. But, oh, mean, Cynthia. But Cynthia. She, ran, she ran the night time yeah. with all those lesbos yep. but uh, yeah we had a lot of fun together Brandon was the first probably gay black person that I met in the city oh, and I'm a lot to meet well, <laughs> <laughs> I still think you're Cuban <laughs> he's had Cuban in him I'm sure right exactly lethal injection um, do you feel that you ever want to move into residential real estate and do you feel like there's more money there like what if, if, if I was a aspiring real estate agent what would convince me to choose either side or or what do you feel is more money or what do you feel is more enjoyable? So as far as residential versus commercial, um, I originally thought residential would be easier being black and gay and flamboyant and all that. Um, But I fell into commercial and it's great because the people I work with know what they're doing. And uh, residential is a lot of hand-holding. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. Um, you you got to beg people to buy. Yeah, and you got to convince people of the lifestyle they're going to be living versus uh, a commercial. They're just buying something based off of the numbers. Um, but for anyone who wants to get into real estate, it's not the hardest thing in the world. If you're a good person, if you have a good personality. Um, Even if you're a bad person with a good personality. If you're a bad person but you have a good personality, <laughs> you can do it. If you've ever worked at Starbucks, you can start real estate. Shout out to Carney. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, did you say you were looking for a house? Are you going to help Camille? I am. I I hope so. I am not looking for any commercial real estate right now, but my boyfriend is convinced that we need to have vacation homes it's so funny because it's really funny Uh, because this is just not something that ever has ever been on my mind I'm just happy to have a place to live now where where can the the average Joe go these days in the Bay Area to buy a house I feel like everything is so expensive Daily City yeah, Daily City is, is, oh. is it's not gentrified yet. It's still Filipino. It's still cheap. It's still Chinese. Yeah, it's very cheap over there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even Oakland is super gentrified now. Even in the ghettos, you're looking at three, four hundred thousand dollars for... In the bad part of town. Right, in the, for the bathroom. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, get, so, you get a closet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, listen, on that note, uh, we, we have to wrap things up pretty soon, Camille. Um, thank you for coming on. You can come back anytime thank you, you yes. want. Uh, I'm going to dedicate this short musical break, uh, this song to you, and we'll be right back for closings, okay? Yes. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Well, you're looking in Palm, uh, Puerto Vallarta. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. House of Pride Radio. What a fabulous show it's been. What we're going to do right now is go around the room, and it's called Last Thoughts. Uh, Camille, why don't you start things off? Oh, I'm going to let Amora start it off. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Thank wait. you, Amora. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I literally have got not a chance to even speak on this show today. You didn't really get to say a lot, as I you did. Sang, you I get to sing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always having me, Tweeka. Let me sing. Did a good job. Um, um, but as far as catching Amora out on the scene, you can actually catch me on Saturday at Cafe. I'll be hosting Sugar yeah. um, with JC Events. So come check that out. Get on the guest list right. um, before 11 o'clock and you can get in for free. You just have to be there Fabulous. by nine <laughs> <laughs> with your printed. <laughs> Alrighty, who's next? I'll hop on. Um, so. Um, even though I focus on apartment buildings and investment properties, I do would love to help out anyone in the community. If you're looking for a house or a condo, happy to give you advice or you know do it for you. So where can I, they I, get a hold of you? Um, so what's your phone number? Would be <laughs> <laughs> I don't want That's everybody calling rush me, me off the air so quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Um, Check me out on... You can um, check him out on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. Jeremy Williams, J-E-R-E-M-Y-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S. He is a gorgeous, black, bald, beautiful, young real estate agent. You'll see his picture. He's all hoity-toity in his suit in his profile picture. So hit him up. If you guys need anything, if you need advice, if you need to rent an SRO. Have you guys ever... Oh, no. Oh, my God. I stopped dating black guys a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a webpage, uh, Jeremy? I do. Um... But check me out on Facebook, Facebook and, and okay. I'll, I'll link you guys up with, you know, the, the getting those you know, DMs, me, get some yes. information about real estate, about the market, <laughs> about rents, anything you need to know. Fabulous. Camille. Yes. I just want to say, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the guests that we had in the show today. Um, and also always thank you to Tweeka for having me. Make sure you guys tune in <laughs> next week. I will be here hosting by myself. And so far we've booked a lot of bouté. Yes, a lot of bouté. fabulous. I'm going to bring a bunch of queens in here. I have a, I, I plan no to drinking. have a, no drinking, no drinking, <laughs> no drinking and driving. Especially. No, no drinking here. You oh, can okay. drink out there. Oh yeah. We'll have oh. a group out here. It'll be fabulous. Also, don't forget, come check us out this Sunday at Balançois on 21st Oh yes. yes yes Tweeka is also our fabulous DJ there it's your show it's my show this week for Fem Brunch Ratchet Edition we'll be celebrating um, Demolishan's birthday um, oh, so Lord. it'll be a fabulous fabulous time and always remember guys I always say love peace and chicken grease what did you say <laughs> love <laughs> peace and chicken grease oh, that's fabulous <laughs> I have really you've said everything so I'm just gonna say thank you once again for joining us House of Pride Radio yeah. please, please like yeah. our page on Facebook yes please like us on Facebook Tell your friends to tune in. And next time when you're listening, call in. Call in and talk to us. (laughs) Well, we're here at Mutiny Radio every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. And we, uh, Mutiny Radio is a collective of fabulous shows. And up next is a new show. So stick around if you want to hear more Mutiny Radio San Francisco produced radio shows. Bye. Bye. Where's the turn up at? Shine bright like a diamond Find light in the beautiful sea I chose to be happy You and I, you and I We're like diamonds in the sky You're a shooting star I see A vision of ecstasy When you hold me
sister. I was a little bit too upset at first. Um, I said, are you kidding? Who has time to research every meme? I'm not, like this Facebook is not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, um, Oh my God, you guys, I'm so sorry. I had my phone out to look at the freaking um, comment from Steve and I got a bunch of um, texts in that total. <laughs> Uh, welcome. It's high noon. It's time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. Here in .sf. Uh, my wonderful co-host Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is on her way, probably, most likely. She always texts me and says, I'm running late, but I have my phone off because I'm being professional today because we're training. Oh yeah. We are. We have Arden in the house, in the hizzy of the upcoming Wednesday night show from 10 to midnight. I don't remember what you're going to call your... I don't remember what you're calling it. You're calling it the... We're calling it the night space. The night space. All right. You're going to head into the night space with Arden. Uh, but right now, we are getting into the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. Some socialist news. I've been reading Marx this year. That's... I love communism, but it's just so not feasible. I, I'm reading the, the at the end of well, at the end of one section of the manifesto, he puts out ten different um, things that will happen in a communist state if if the communist state is to thrive and is to work. And the one that like I keep reading it and I'm like, oh, and not that I'm going to get any, but it's there no inheritance. No it's, it's first you take everybody's land. No private property. All the property belongs to the group. But then it gets funky because... And that makes sense for me because I rent, so who cares, right? So, like, I don't own any land, so it doesn't affect me. But, okay, so the land thing, okay, okay, I can get on board with it because I rent. And the inheritance thing, I can kind of get on board because I'm not getting an inheritance. There is no, there's nothing for me. Um... And the rest of it, well, the, the centralized bank, I mean, it just seems like a lot of power in the hands of the state. But if the state truly is the people, then communism is great. But it's never going to work because there's always people that want to be better than other people. Well, this is the thing. Entitlement here. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Entitlement, right? So I had the weirdest bus ride today. Okay. The weirdest bus ride. First, I ran four blocks for the bus. Okay, so what's happening since the new year? There's something with the timer or something. The GPS on the buses aren't working. So you call up and it's like, the bus is in 23 minutes. But it's not really 23 minutes. It's like seven minutes or 32 minutes. We don't, the thing is, we, nobody knows anymore. And the next bus prediction's not working. Nothing's working. So I take the bus from the Tenderloin, the 27 bus, and I come here and it drops. It's a great bus because it it's half block from my house, half a block from the station. It's amazing. But I'm walking down the street today and I see it pulling away and I'm like, motherfucker, I'm running after this bus. And I just start running. And it's hard to look cool running with a backpack, but I think that I did it. So I'm running after the bus. I ran four blocks. And I did this because yesterday I was talking to Kaysen, who's training 
uh, for a two to four show on Tuesdays. I can't remember. He has never shown name yet. I'm so glad I didn't remember that. But he was like, oh, we were talking about our past or whatever. I said, oh, I used to be in shape. I used to run. He goes, well, what, what do you, how does that work now for you? Do you still run? And I'm like, oh no. But today I ran four blocks and I couldn't One, have run. One, two, three. Fifth. Can you hear that? It wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to keep chasing the bus. Yeah. I would have just had to give up but I was like I'm running and like running down the street through people this is not the craziest thing I was excited I'm running through people I'm, like, I'm getting that bus and I'm like yelling at the bus I'm getting inside you Hello. I'm like yelling yeah. as I'm running down the street Hello, Gov. and finally I wave the bus down I get on the bus okay so that's weird to start with and I get on the bus and I go I chased you for four blocks <laughs> he didn't they didn't the point is that people don't care but I'm entitled to say like I, I chased the bus I, I wanted a little I wanted people to share in my joy at that moment. And I felt entitled for people to share in, in my running four blocks without dying. This is this is a good thing when you're 42. I didn't break a hip. I didn't, everything's, I can still run four blocks. I think that's pretty fast, good clip. Anyways, I get on the bus and then right after me, a man gets on the bus and I think that he's talking on the phone, like on a Bluetooth because he's being really loud and he's spouting off like, self-help book stuff right and he's african-american and he's got kind of got some gray in there and he's wearing these old like ray-ban looking sunglasses and he's speaking really really loudly like to everybody but like he's on the phone like saying like well that ain't no business and nobody's in it if you guys gotta let that go you gotta let that go you just gotta you can't change other people you can't change them you gotta know that and he's going on and on and this other lady's on the bus and like she doesn't have teeth and she's really skinny but I mean, you don't want to judge people or whatever. I tried not to. I was like, oh, you know, old lady, whatever. Uh, and she says at one point, why can you not talk? We don't care. We don't want to listen to you. And then he basically for the next, I don't know, 10 minutes verbally abuses her. He goes off on this thing about you clearly look like you're a person that looks like you just came back from an overdose of pills and a heroin. Her, he said heroin funny. He said heroin. Heroin? Yeah, he said, her, it, he said it funny, right? And I'm sitting there going like, oh my God. And he's like, you don't have no, what you have a problem. You don't have any self-esteem. That's the problem. I can tell. I can look at you and I can see you are a person without self-esteem. And he goes on this whole diatribe. He look, you know, he wants to look at you looking disgusting on your pills and self-esteem issues because look at you, look at what you look like. And he like abuses her. And then she's like, just stop talking. And it, it was like, he continued to engage her. And then she was like, yeah, sure. So then she kind of starts singing or whatever. It, it got really, really weird. And she kept saying like, I'm speaking for us, for all of us, for, and he's like, oh, are you saying you're them now? You're them? Who, who does this woman speak for? And I'm just trying to read my marks, right? I'm like, but I'm sitting here just going like, what is going on in this bus today? I chased down this bus to be on this circus bus. Um, but she really, she didn't have any, she had missing teeth and, uh, and I felt terrible for her. And when she got off the bus, I said, you did, you spoke for me. Thank you. <laughs> I should I mean, but I wasn't going to speak up. So he got, he even got, turned it sort of into a race thing at one point. He was like, I can say anything I want because I'm black. My people have been subjugated for years. You know what your problem is? You're a Caucasian lady. Nobody cares what you say. And all this is, I'm just sitting here going like, the, I was like trying to analyze the guy and think. This poor man, no one listens to him in his life, right? He is so not listened to that he has to get on the bus 
and talked to all of us, but talked to none of us. Like, it was still, it was like he was on the phone. And then when he got off the bus, he was still talking. And it was like he was on the phone with someone, but there was nobody there. But he thought on the bus, he thought that he was entitled to say whatever he wanted. And then when someone told him to shut the fuck up, then he started saying that she was doing exactly what he was doing. But she wasn't. She started doing it after a while because then they were having a huge loud conversation on the bus and being like verbally abusive to one another and swearing. Thank God there were no children on the bus. Otherwise, that's when I would have been like, there are children present. Be an adult. Um, I don't know. It just made me think about how entitled we all are. We, we expect people to listen to us in public spaces or, or just the expectations we have and like how this dude, I don't know. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com This is Tusha Matters with Mute in the Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Do you need? 
need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Swimming in your bubbly tide Tongue kissing on the 4th of July I won't call up those nasty police If you get too tired 